it's really cool to just have people in their 20s in general on this platform to, you know, talk about real life shit that people who are 20 years, years old, you know, have to deal with. Yes, yes. Welcome back to another weekly edition of ISD in School Detention. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You are here with Devon. Unfortunately, Pierce is back in New York this week. No, well, not unfortunately, but Pierce is back in New York this week doing his modeling thing. But as you guys know, I always come through. I have a very special guest uh, with me today. If you listen to us faithfully, you know, we've had her on the show before, but this is the homie, uh, Corley J. How you feeling? Yo, what's up? Thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm great. I beat COVID, okay? <laughs> you beat COVID? Hopefully. Yeah. How, how, how are your symptoms feeling? My symptoms? Yeah. Uh, I don't have any more. I'm great. I'm like, I'm back. I'm healthy, you know? So mm. hopefully I get this negative result. And I know that the world just like closed again, but I'm going back outside once I get my negative result. I'm having fun. I don't care. Really? What, <laughs> what makes you think you want to just go back outside and wild out again? You said what? What makes you want to go back outside again? I'm tired of being in the house. I've been in the house for two weeks straight. Mm. I want to go out and eat, you know? I want to go walk around. I want to go see stuff. I'm just tired of being in the house. I'm looking at screens all day. Yeah. What were your symptoms at their worst? My symptoms at the worst? I, I could not smell or taste for five days. And then I had, like, a fever for two of them days. Like, I, I was staying in bed. It was... uh. It's horrible. Mm. But that only lasted for two days. After that, I was like healthy. I just couldn't smell and taste for like five. Which is horrible in itself because I felt like a vegetable. Like life is not worth living if I can't smell and taste, especially taste. You know? Yeah, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> that, that, that. That's for sure. When my dad had it, he didn't have any smell or taste for like a few days or whatever. But then after a while, he was cool. Um, He, he had a little congestion, but he always gets congestion. So to him, I don't think that was that big of a deal. Tell you the truth. So... Um, but that really does suck, though. How'd you get it? Uh, I went to Las Vegas, and I don't think that I got it while I was in Vegas. But I think I got it from the airport. I went through Midway, and I went with like I want to say we went like five different people, probably more, but uh, like five people, and we were the only two that got it. But everybody else flew in from O'Hare. Oh, you and Cap got it. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Y'all are married. Yeah. How were his symptoms? He actually didn't lose his smell of taste, but he did have a headache and fever and chills. Oh, wow. So he kind of got, he got it worse than you. No, I had that too. I had it worse than him <laughs> because I lost my, I had all that. Plus I lost my smell and taste. So. Mm, that's trash. That's what. It's really real. You heard about Jeremiah, right? Yeah, yeah. Jeremiah, yeah. He's in a hospital right now. He's on a, he's on a vent. I know. Like, he must have had some underlying conditions because, like, he it's just like, that's not regular, you know? Yeah, it's... I wonder if he had, like, asthma or something. I hope so. Because, well, I don't hope so, but, like, it just really put the, kind of the fear in people's minds where it's thinking someone like that who is young. Jeremiah's not that old. I don't know how old he is, but he's not that old. And for right. him... But he's for him... His yeah, but for him to get it and be on a ventilator is... is, is that's scary, man. Wow. So I hope he's doing all right. That definitely shook me up a little bit. I'm not going to lie because, I don't know, people, and I'm not going to lie, I think all of us, especially like myself as a younger person, didn't take it as serious as we should have when it first popped off. Uh, but yeah. now that it's happening again and people are dying and now it's, it's, it's scary. I'm, I'm definitely afraid. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to live my life in fear, but I'm definitely more worried about it. 
Yeah. But I mean, like, I wasn't really doing nothing at first. Like, when it first came, I wasn't doing anything, like, different. I wasn't doing anything wild. Like, just, like, going to places on purpose, you know, and being around a, a, a crowd of people. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still not doing that shit. But, like, I was just, like, I think I was just doing, like, stuff regularly. Like, I was going to my grandma's house, going to my mom, you know. Like, just going to my family. But I wasn't, like, going to, like, clubs and shit, parties, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, um... Only thing I was doing when we were on lockdown, because my mom had some underlying conditions. So when it first popped off, she was, uh, we were on lockdown. Work, home, work, home. Couldn't go to the gym. Then the radio station closed. But then I knew it was something serious when the um, when the NBA shut down. I know that sounds bad, but when, the, when, when it took my basketball. No, but I did it, though. <laughs> I'm just like, it's that serious? You're going to cancel a whole season? That's when I got scared. I got a text to all my guys like, yo, what? We can't, no, no more NBA. Are they coming back next week? Like, what's, the, it, what's the fucking problem? <laughs> no, I was hot. I was sad. I was scared. That that scared me for a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you, but that. And you had the bubble, though. The bubble went good. You to enjoy it. Yeah. I'm very proud. They going back, right? Next month. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a bubble. I think they're going to try to have teams play in their stadium. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a bubble again. But I know they're going to start oh, on December. I thought they were going back to a bubble. It makes sense to go back to a bubble. Um, they're going to try to start on December 22nd. Um, sure. December 22nd is, when the, is the date. And personally, I, I don't like that because the Lakers and the Heat didn't really get enough chance to really rest their bodies. I was going to say, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for their families, you know, that they're mm. taking from their families. That's sad. Like, I'd be so mad if I, I lost all that time with my husband and then he has to go right back. But I mean, like, granted, they're making that money, but still, though, I'm missing. Yeah, no, m- m- money can't fix everything. Yeah, uh, especially not quality time. That valuable time, exactly. Um, I do feel like, like they said the hardest part about it was being away from their families. I know. Well, why they can't wait? Why they can't go with them? Um, I don't know because at certain points in time they started to like let um they started to kind of stagger it and let people in the bubble a little bit. They started to just mm-hmm. let people go on and on and go in and in. So I think that was probably one thing of it that kind of helped them out. But I just think that they were going to open the floodgates open, though. And I think you got the option to bring your family or maybe those limited amount of families. I didn't look into that deep enough, but I know that they just kind of let it step by step, but didn't let the floodgates open yet. Probably maybe uh, some people did bring their families, like who didn't really have anything to do, like any obligation. But some, you know, some of their wives still have their own lives and they work and kids go places. Yeah. So I guess that's probably why too. Yeah, like I know Jimmy Butler, he didn't even want his family down there. He yeah. he could have offered that. I believe as a child. I, I know he has a wife or significant other, but he didn't even want her down there because he was just like, it's gonna be a distraction. It's time for basketball. <laughs> yeah, so he didn't even want her down there. And if you look, and if you look at the way he was looking, he was looking rough. He looked he looked very homeless. So I guess his <laughs> his time was strictly he off. He of looked basketball. very homeless. He did. Jimmy Butler looked was looking. Horrible, but he was he was hooping good. That's all that matters. So, all right. You know, I um I was like a basketball person, like uh like while I was in high school, like basketball was my whole life. Like I love basketball, but like when I uh met my husband, I met Cap. He turned me to a football person. So I don't even watch basketball like that anymore. Like football is our thing. Like for real, like and I and I and I feel like dang, now I slacked on basketball, but like this upcoming season, I want to start watching it again and get back in it. But I really start flagging, like, like, like football is our thing, cause like 
you know that uh, what was it a couple years ago when we had a, we had a chance the championship with the Bears finally, and then we, like Cody Park we blew it all, <laughs> and just like ever since then I've just been like invested in us getting a, a championship with the Bears. Yeah, he definitely blew that field goal. I thought the Bears were gonna do really good. That was the best Bears team they've had that in a very long year. time. Y'all Bears Man. fans go through it. I'm not gonna lie. Bears fans, y- y'all could low key see Wait, for emotional y'all, abuse. You got a Bears fan? No, I'm a Cincinnati Bengal fan, so it's a little worse. I'm not gonna lie. We've been hot guards for for a while now. Hey, at least you're not a Packers fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But honestly, I do feel like Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback to ever play the game. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing I feel bad about the Bears is that they've had, over the years, they've had to play, like, they've had to repeatedly play players who were some of the best ever at their position. So Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks ever played. Adrian Peterson, one of the best running backs to ever play. Then you had to play Calvin Johnson, one of the best wide receivers to ever play. So it's just like y'all kept getting beat and beat and beat. Y'all didn't really get no break, man. But I think the I think the Bears can turn it around. Um, I didn't like the fact that y'all traded Jordan Howard last year. Was that this year? I didn't like that because that kind of offered y'all. That kind of gave y'all like that's when your offense was at its peak. Y'all had Jordan mm-hmm. Howard. I forget the other Terry Cohen. Um, and y'all y'all were really just running on all cylinders. Mm, I don't know what to say about the Bears. Like we call them the bad news Bears, but. <laughs> I'm always tuning in and hoping for the best. I feel that. I feel that. All right, let's get to the agenda. So if this is your first time listening to ISD, one thing we always do is talk about our experiences we go through in our daily lives. This podcast is about 20-year-olds going through and living our life. All right? So first thing we're going to get into, um, I'll start if you don't want to share, Corley. But um, one thing I'm working on here is finding ways, finding better ways to manage my time. Um, I was just talking to my girlfriend about this, managing my time, something that's always been a difficulty for me as I've just gotten older, really just in my life in general. Um, being here, being there, remembering to be here, put this down on my schedule, make time for this, make time for that. It's always been kind of hard for me just because, I mean, this is an excuse, but I have ADHD. But there'll be some times where, honestly, for me, I'm not using it as an excuse because I'm just flat out fucking lazy sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> there'll be times where it's just like, okay, wait, I got to be here. I got to do this. But then, wait, I got to go do this and do that. Like, it's it gets a lot. And then trying to make sure I find time to go to the gym. Okay, still work 40 hours a week. Okay, edit this podcast. Make sure all my editing is up. I know you do some editing. You know how time-consuming it is. Oh, and then, wait, I got to make sure I make I, I make time for my girl. Okay, then, wait, uh, I got to maybe hang out with my family, or then I got to cook, and I got to do laundry. It's just like, when is this shit going to end? So that's what I've been dealing with lately. It's just managing my time. Well, I, I completely agree with that. So, like, since uh, COVID started, I've been, like, nonstop writing different articles i've been freelancing a lot and i'm part of this uh fellowship that i get and it's really hard it's really hard to, to manage my time between all this stuff because i feel like i'm always working on something i always have something on my mind you know mm-hmm. but it's just like uh in a fellowship we're talking about like being being journalists and how you always feel like you always have to be at work and like when you're on social media you always get all this information and it just seems like it's overwhelming but you want to use it to your advantage right mm-hmm. but it's sometimes it's like you have to take that hat off you have to just like use time use time as use it as leisure time and i i struggle with that because i feel like every time i'm on social media i, I want to give out information right i want to report on something i want to tell somebody some some new facts or whatever but i just want to like sometimes i could just like 
I could just post them. Like, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, like, I was talking about girlfriends, and it was just, like, talking about how I hate one of the characters. And it's just, like, Tony, my right? Twitter doesn't always have to be, yeah, yep. my Twitter doesn't always have to be about my articles and this information that I, that, like, found out. And I, um, recently trying to get back to my guitar, like, I don't know if you knew, but I played guitar, but I fell mm-hmm. off, like, when I, when I, when I become, when I became a freelancer, and I was just, like, constantly writing and, doing all this other stuff and yes I do edit and it's just like I, I fell off my guitar like it's just like dang man I don't, I don't even love the guitar anymore you know so I'm trying to get back into that it's just like having better I don't know time management with all this stuff it's just hard though because I feel like I'm always working on something you know and then so. like it, it's also easy for you though because the person that you're with lives with you so you don't have to see like me and me and my girl live an hour apart so oh my god, I gotta <laughs> do that. <laughs> hey man, you 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 just really gotta like the person. You really you really gotta like the person, you really gotta feel it. This is this is all worth it. We had this conversation last night. She's like, you know, do you regret anything with me or her? And I was like, nah, like I enjoy every bit of it. Yeah, sometimes some some things are harder than normal, but and it puts a strain on it, you know what I'm saying? But it, I, I got no regrets. I'm glad I'm I'm really happy. I, I, you may catch me complaining, I complain like shit. But I try yeah. not to complain because just like I have a wonderful person in my life. I'm working on my career and I'm putting money in my pocket. I have my own place where I can live and I take care of myself. Not a lot of people can do that. So the fact so that... So, like, what happened, though? Like, how did y'all meet? Y'all already spent an hour apart? Like, when did this happen? So, we met... Uh, at my 9 to 5, I work with her mom. And so, because I work with her mom, uh, we... Uh, I met her four years ago. I had a little mini crush on her. I was too not confident to say anything. I wasn't confident. So I was like, hee, 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 let's hang out. Okay, I'm a flake on you. Let's hang out. Oh, I'm a flake on you. And I was like, okay, whatever. So then when quarantine popped off, I was just like, man, let me hit up somebody. We just talk all the time. So we started talking all the time. And then one thing led to another, and then here we are. And that's- Okay, wait. So y'all saw dating in quarantine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and you met her four years ago? Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. My, my, my timing is terrible. I know. <laughs> but uh, I have trash time. It's, it's weird how that works. So, like, in March, it started with, like, FaceTimes every day. So, we just FaceTimed, FaceTimed, just talked every day. Talked every day. Ain't, ain't had shit else to do. It's a blessing and a curse because if you can't... T- we obviously couldn't see each other. And um, the fact that we were just talking and talking and talking, like, the entire time, it made you get to know that person better. It made you become comfortable with that person, you know? So I'm glad that we spent all that time talking to each other and was on FaceTime for like nonstop and doing whatever. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Aww, that's yeah. so cute. So she had already <laughs> stayed an hour away from you. Yeah, she stayed in the city uh, near UIC. And I stayed, uh, I stayed near, I, me and Pierce told you where we live at. We live near the border between Wisconsin and Illinois. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's about an hour at the time. That's where she stayed. So- how often do you come to the city? Uh, she she only live in she lives outside the city actually, but I come up here. Uh, we we alternate weekends, so one weekend she come up to my place, the other weekend I go down to her place, and then if we can, I try to slide and uh see her during the middle of the week or vice versa. That's cool. Yeah, I so, mean that's a lot of work, but it's, I like that y'all making an effort. That's cute. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, and it's it's all worth it though. There are definitely times you, where you have to question. Like, I feel like if you don't question things that are going on in your life, then you're not living life right. You're just kind of being mindless. So I question things. I'm just like, is this worth it? Is it this? And I'm trying it out. But as things going on, you just have a moment where it's just like, yeah, this is all worth it. I'm super happy. Every Everything here, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. This is where I feel like I need to be. 
and the positives outweigh the negatives. So I'm really happy. What's up? I like that. Thank you. Thank you. She's y'all, y'all cool. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, when, when I think of young couples and I think of young love, I th- I definitely think of you and Cap. You know what I'm Aww, saying? You're lying. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys have been together since high school, correct? Yeah, nine so, years. Nine years. Nine years. And then, like, y'all get married. Y'all have a house together. It's just like, that's, that's really uncommon among young people. A lot of young yeah. people spend their time hoeing, um, <laughs> shopping around. Trying to put you, you, you ain't about the whole shame though. No, uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not shaming. I'm, I'm, I'm not shaming. I'm, I'm not shaming. But at the same time, you know, I would definitely rather, and I'm sure you can agree to this. I would rather have a partner that I know I can trust and build with, than be trying to definitely. guess and guess and figure it out. Like that, I think that a, uh, a lot of it is that they, people don't trust people. Mm. You know, it's like they got trust issues. They've been done dirty, so it's not like even like they just like whoring. Because, you know, they want to, basically. But it's just like, I don't trust these niggas. I don't trust these hoes. So I'm doing them dirty. <laughs> so they just be dirty, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> th- but then the cycle continues. That- that's a vicious cycle. But then when yeah. that cycle comes, and then when they meet somebody who's actually ready to be serious with them. Because at the end of the day, freelancing and hoeing or doing whatever and all that single stuff, it's going to get tiring. You're eventually going to want someone you could just be with. You know? And I feel like when you yeah. meet that, by the time you think you may have met that person that's, that's really dope to be with, you're too busy being all, like, burned out and upset and stressed because you feel like the person going to hurt you because you hurt somebody else or somebody else hurt you. So you still hold on to that because you were playing in that field where you can get hurt at any given time no matter what you're doing. But it just feels good to know that I got a part that has my back no matter what. Yeah, for real. I really, I'm, I'm really, like, uh, grateful for that. And I feel like I'm real blessed. Especially, especially because, like, this is kind of messed up, but, like, a lot of people feel, and women feel about themselves, that they got to go through hurt in order to feel like they be in love. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you got to go through something, you know? And, I, and I'm very happy that I never had to go through that to feel like somebody loved me, you know? Like, I was just thinking this the other day when I, like, we were, like, working together, like, I was watching you cleaning up and we was like I'm glad like we actually have a partnership you know like he don't feel like I owe him anything I don't feel like he owe me anything it's just like we both do this together because that's this what we want you know mm-hmm. that's what's up that yeah it's it's a weird thing because I remember the first time I was in love I was 17 years old I mean, was I mean shit was I really in love but <laughs> but um I didn't really that was my first serious relationship so at the time I didn't really feel that pain, I didn't feel that hurt that people talk about. Like, everyone's been hurt a little bit. But I think that's definitely more... Maybe you could speak to that. Because as guys, we've, we've never thought like that. We just think, okay, you meet a girl. Boom. Do I like her enough to make, to make her my girlfriend? Or do I just kind of want to just do, like, hook up with her, maybe smash a few times and just keep it cordial type thing? We have a very A and B type situation. Rarely ever is it A. A lot of times with dudes. Like dudes, well, I guess it all depends on the guy. Let me not generalize guys, but right. a lot of times the stories that we hear it either be either, you know, I'll just mess with her, she cool, whatever. But then one thing I feared is that, damn, what if I mess with this person, but I end up really liking them, this could be something. So why not go down A? And that's been something that I have tried. Like, I, I've definitely gone down the A route a lot because I'm just like, man, like, why waste my time? Like, why stay here and overthink yeah. this? Like, let me see if I can figure I like this that. out and make this work. Because at the end of the day, 
Like I, me personally, I'm, I'm not the kind of guy to maybe talk to multiple women at a time and do it. That, that's just not my speed. That's just not who I am. So, and I know at the end of the day that I'm going to want a partner. I know what I'm going to want at the end of the day, at the end of my life. I know I'm going to want someone I could build with. So why not try that? Even though it sucks because in an age where, in our age range, people, sometimes people don't want to get that serious. So, and, you know, especially because we're so young, which I understand that. But as someone who likes to be serious with somebody, it's definitely... I don't understand that. Because why not want to start young? Like, why people want to start their life when they're so old? Like, I mean, granted, everybody's life is different. But if you have the opportunity just to meet your soulmate, right, like, like now, and you can spend as many years as possible with them, then why not? Mm-hmm. I highly agree. I highly agree. Because, like I said, at the end of the day, it's not going to matter who... Um, it's not going to matter who these, these other people in your life. They matter because you learn lessons. But in terms of being happy mm-hmm. in the end game, the, what matters is your partner, who you're going to build with. And I'd rather build with somebody now in my life. Because as you get older, you're only going to become less trusting. So why not get... Yeah. So why not get... Yeah. Like, I mean, listen to the way, like, our parents and our grandparents talk. When we talk, well, you haven't talked to them about a new person in a very long time, obviously. But like, you know, even when you introduce Cap to your family, I'm sure they were kind of like, oh, well, you sure you can trust them? You sure this? Because this will happen, then that'll happen, then this will happen. Like, you you hear stories from yeah. old people who've seen really messed up shit. So it's just like, why not build this young now? Where I build this up with someone, I've seen all their ups and downs, they've seen all my ups and downs. Like, why not? Why not build this brick by brick and take our time? That's what I'll say all the time. I don't understand it. People like, I'm too young to settle down. Like, what? I don't get it. Like, why are you trying to be like everybody else? It's like, that's what everybody do. And they be in their 30s and 40s looking for love when they probably miss out on that when they was in their 20s, you know? Thank you. And that's what <laughs> I don't want to miss out on. I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want to miss out right. on that, man. And I, like, the thing about this relationship I'm really happy about is that I'm super, I have more confidence in myself now than I've had in a really long time. And I have confidence yeah. in us as well. Like, she makes me want to be a better person. She um, she really gives me a good foundation for just things that I can grow on as a man. Like, she doesn't try to change me too much, but she'll definitely be like, yo, do you really want to do this? Should you do this? And sometimes she'll be like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let you fuck this up. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let you fuck it up. But the other time she's just like, yo, like, don't do that. So, and we man, we make each other better in uh, in a lot of areas too. So, young people falling in love, being in relationships, I'm all for it. I'm all for that. Obviously, do what you're going to do. Take your time to discover yourself. But I feel like our generation shouldn't be so opposed to relationships. I feel like social media plays a part in that. Because social media is always mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Hot girl summer. Hot boy shit. Walk the bam. Uh... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But it's just like everything first of all, everything that's hot eventually has to cool down. <laughs> so if it's if it's hot, damn near it's not gonna be hot forever. You're not a volcano, you're not the sun. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So by the time you cool down, shit, just be cool with somebody. Maybe y'all can heat get some friction, heat up together. I don't know. I sound stupid. But I just think that, but I just think that a, way too literal. <laughs> I, I, I'm very literal. I'm a very literal thinker. I like I like put pictures in my mind. I create these scenarios. I just be throwing that shit out there. But literally though, like it just makes sense. You're not gonna be hot forever. And do you right. do you really want to be hot forever? Nah, man. Eventually, you want you want to cool hey, down. The only person that's hot forever is Drake. Okay. Facts. You can quote me on this. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. He is not missed. I I don't know. He's been doing this for ten. Let's see. Bruh. I'm 25. 14 years consecutive. now. Consecutive. Yes, consecutively. Not consecutive. only only I might really feel from Drake. I went through a no Drake phase though, 
Because that's when he really started like singing. Like when More Life came out, I was just kind of like, what the fuck is this? And I, and I wasn't really feeling it at all. Um, I don't really like More Life. The first, like, Wait, he said, okay, but I'm not mad at that though because he literally said that it wasn't an album. He said it was a playlist. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it felt like. It didn't really feel cohesive. It felt really random. Um, like I'm looking at the track list. Like Free Smoke was good. No long. T- it, it lost me at No Long Talk. I was like, yeah, this shit is not it. At all. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, my favorite one is Since Way Back. Since Way Back off of off of More, More Life. Life. Yeah. I'm not too familiar with this album, so you may know more about it than me. Uh, you definitely know about it than me. I, I didn't really feel it. Fake Love was good, but that was like the hit. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. I ain't like Fake Love. I feel like it. Oh, 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 let me see. Let me take. Let me take out the fact because I feel like Fake Love took over for a song that I felt like should have been the hit. Right. Mm. I hate when they do that where they pick a hit that I feel like shouldn't be shouldn't be the hit. Uh, do, 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 I believe if I remember correctly, Do Not Disturb is pretty solid though, if I remember correctly. Huh. Do Not Disturb is pretty solid, though, if I remember correctly. Do Not Disturb. Freestyle. No, Do Not Disturb, the song. Oh, Do Not Disturb. Uh, I don't think I listen to that a lot. But, mm-hmm. dang, what is it? Is it Sacrifices? Uh, no, sense. I think it's Blim. I like Blim. Blim? Yeah. Mm. I, like I said, this you know album... Not really. This album... I went through a no Drake phase. I was just like, I was really annoyed with Drake because he's everywhere, 24-7. There was no break in Drake. We got album, Hotline Bling, and goddamn whatever <laughs> other hit song he had at the time. Like, Drake never goes away out of our faces. So it's just like, ugh. But that's what I like about him, though, because I feel like, uh, me and Tab were just talking about this yesterday. I feel like he gives you just enough that you don't get tired of him because, like, He's not like the baby, right? Who's dropping albums every six months? Who's oh, like, you know what I'm saying? But like, so like the last, the last big great hit was that one with him and Dirk, right? Banger. And that's been like, that's been like a few months that have been out, but Drake is still relevant, you know, in music talk today. And I feel like that's perfect, like, because he's not like J Cole, J Cole and Kendrick, where he stay away for years. But you know what I'm saying? It's like he gives you just enough of him. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I agree. I think that Drake is uh, one of the greatest recording artists of all time across any genre. But I just feel like it's just like, damn, dog, can I get a break? That's how I be feeling. But <laughs> Hotline Bling. Once that phase happened, I've, my la- like it was. If you're reading this, let me look at the album list. Let me see where is it at. View all albums. Okay, so so far gone. Thank me later. Take care. Nothing was the same. Was a classic. What a time to be alive was mad annoying to me. I'm not gonna lie. Why? I just, I'm not. A, I'm not a future fan. I'm not mad at you. Uh, it was. I'm not a, mad at you. I feel like he's overrated. Thank you. I do as well. I. I, I don't think future's that he don't make good music to me. That's just my. Well, let me not say that. I'm not a fan of his music. Um. It and I felt like it was annoying because again, that was when I was annoyed with Drake overall because we got. If you're reading this, is too late in 2015, and then we got what a time to be alive in the same year. And then now it's at the. Oh no! Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What a time to be alive! And then which one? What a time! Uh, what a t- and if you're reading this, it's too late. Okay. Those are both in. If 20- you're reading this too late, it was amazing. Classic, one of my favorite Drake yeah. projects. Nobody talks about it like yeah. that. <laughs> Classic. That's that right there. That period of music from Drake, and that was the Drake and Meek beef. So Drake was already the man. Ah. Like yeah. the, it was like. Um, Charged up back to back. If you're reading this, it's too late. Then he was on Jungle. tour. Junk. Oh, yes. Man. Let, 
uh, energy. You know that uh, her covered that too. Oh, I don't know. She covered that. I don't know. She covered that, and yeah, it's yeah. six minutes tough. Yep, and then uh, my, um, no telling. It's tough too. Like on his legend oh, energy, ten no bands. Telling. No, no, no. Legend, bro. Legend. Tough. That song is legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, it's super tough, but speaking of music, uh, now we on that topic, why don't we glide right into uh, the jukebox. Do you know who Bobby Caldwell is? Yeah, that's the guy that sing, uh, what you won't do, do for love. You, you tried, tried everything, what you won't give you up. Won't give up. Yes, I don't know why, miss. Okay, go fuck it up. Yeah. Um, here, here on the jukebox, we talk about music that we've been listening to lately and music that is new that's come out. Um, I, be, I was listening. To, I put on a whole playlist of him at work the other day, and it's just bangers, man, and just oh, not bangers, but just old school, smooth classics. Like I feel like that music is so like soul music is so timeless because it will always touch you in a certain type of way in your heart, you know. Like which yeah. is trap music. Like if it's goosebumps, man, big goosebumps and trap music. It, to me, it's just kind of there. Like only I like some trap artists, I like some trap music, but it's like I feel like after a while, there'll be some people who love this phase, but this old classy music that's been around for like 20, 30 years already, for like years from now, it's not gonna go away. Cause there's just something about it that gives it that timeless feel. It don't feel yeah, like Yeah, I love Go ahead. I feel like that about Stevie Wonder. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love Stevie Wonder. Yeah, it because tra- trap music is a lot of uh. Well, hold on. What's your favorite Stevie Wonder song? Oh, uh, I, I like the album uh keys of the song um keys in the songs in the key of life. Mm. And my my favorite song I don't know it's tough. Uh, I listen to uh Master Blasting a lot. Mm. I love that that song so much. It like reminds me of my grandfather. He loves Stevie Wonder. And it's just like, it always put me in a good mood. Facts, facts. Me too. <laughs> um, I feel like the thing is with music, it's just my opinion, but like, when it's just like trap beats and it's just beats on beats and it's like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 uh, like, that's more about the beat than it is the artist. And if it's just a, uh, and if it's just a, and if it's just a beat, it's not going to live long. It's not gonna be like, uh, like you remember eight in twenty eighteen. We're gonna be like twenty thirty. Remember twenty eighteen when we heard that, that that new little Uzi. Ooh, it's crazy. Go and put that on. Like, nah, I don't, I don't feel that way. You don't think so? No. <laughs> not even. So you saying like no artist right now has longevity? Oh no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm saying specifically certain trap artists where trap songs with a beat is more relevant than the artist. Okay. Where it's just like, because okay. I feel like a lot of music now is more so beat based than it is artists actually talking or singing on the track. You see where I'm going? And and I say yeah. that, and I say that to say because I feel like old school soul music, or even soul samples in hip hop, that kind of music will live forever because those soul samples where they're singing, they're making us feel how they feel. Those live forever because they put themselves so much into that song. Whereas I feel like certain trap artists where they're yeah. just kind of going through the motions and that's that's not gonna live that long because it's just a beat. Okay, so you feel like just like emotion, emotional music lasts longer. You could tell someone's passionate about what they're putting into their trap, right? Yes. Okay, so you use you use Lil Uzi as an example. So give me an example of somebody that who who we would say in twenty thirty, like oh man, you know, in twenty eighteen when this came out, like. Kendrick. What's who's an example of that? 
Kendrick? No, like, okay, like, okay, other but, okay, than okay, that, okay, obviously, okay. like, Drake, Jayco, Kim Lamar, but only, like, Ari, else, like... Ari Lennox. Oh, yeah, I love Ari Lennox. Janae Aiko, Summer Walker, and that's just R&B. Uh, on the rap side, shit, you could... Shit, uh, ho forever. Oh, oh, hold on, let me go back, let me go back. I don't I don't think I agree with you about Summer Walker, though, because I feel like her beats make her, like... Really? Running on the track... Yeah, if it wasn't for London on the track, I don't feel like her album would have been all that. And I gotta be honest. <laughs> mm, interesting. What makes you feel that way? Do you feel like her beats kind of um, dominate her album? Yeah, and I feel like she doesn't, she's not a, a singer, you know, like, you know, people who can sing. I feel like Ari Linda can sing. Like, I don't feel like. Sang. S A N G. Yeah, like, I don't feel like Summer Rockers can sing. Like, she can sing. Yeah, she can hold a tune, you know, but I don't know if her music going to stand the test of time. But we shall see. That's. That's a good point. Uh, I've listened to the project. It's definitely a decent project, but I've never, uh, I never thought of it that way. That's 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 a good point. Who else on the R and B side do you like right now? I, I've heard I've heard these things about Umi. Who? Umi U M I. I don't know if you heard of her. No. She's like an R and B singer. Um, I've heard good things about her. I've never sat down and listened to one of her projects. I think her album's called Introspective. The cover is like her looking at a mirror, looking at her, looking at herself in like a mirror. Mm. I, I I send it to you later. Um, but I, I, I like uh, who I listen to. Uh, oh, that's tough. There's a lot of people. Uh, mm. Janilla Woods, say her name. Masego, mm. uh, Masego is amazing. Tough, <laughs> very good artist, very good artist. You know who I'm a fan of? Uh, uh, puts out good music. Code of the Friend. Code of the Friend. <sighs> Code of the Friend. Is it a group? Nah, he's a rapper. He's out of New York. He's all about positivity, self-love, self-discovery. Code of the Friend is fire. Courtly, fire. His music will stand the test. He, he's not one of our big three, but his music will stand the test of time. Um, I what about, uh, like, Bryson Tiller? Uh-oh. Ooh, that's a good one. Because I, I think the thing is with Bryson... Oh, her, her... Music yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. But what you gonna say, Bryson Tiller? Don't get me wrong; like he's great, but I haven't listened to his new album yet, so maybe I shouldn't say this point. But this is okay. I'm just gonna say it. this is me saying it before listening to his new album. <laughs> before listening to his new album, but it just feels like he can only do that one thing, where it's like the rap sing thing, you know. And I feel like. While Trap Soul is a classic and forever will be a classic and that will play that forever on, what else we gonna get from him? You know? Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Like I'll listen to Trap Soul for the rest of my life. He still he still got he still got some time to show himself though, I feel like. He does. Cause if he released like a straight rap project where he not singing, he just rapping, I will fuck with that because he can flow. Who you like better? Bryson Tiller or Tory Wayne? Bryson Tiller, that's easy. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, like that was too easy for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was too easy, but I remember when, like, remember Say It and Don't were out at the same time. Remember that yeah. song? Say It and then Don't were out at the same yeah. time. And it's like, they both killed both songs. It was tough for me at the time, but I'm, I've listened to Tori's project he put out, and it feels like, even though I, I like the soul tapes, right? That's what they're called? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, chick tapes. Chick tapes. Thank you. Yeah, chick tapes. The chick tapes were nice. Um, I think they're good. And he's put out more body of work than Bryson. Trap Soul 
which is a whole different feel to me. I never heard nothing like trap soul before. Mm. And it feels like, and even though I'm a fan of people who use samples, it just felt like Tori was giving me like the, some of the samples on Chick's tape felt kind of forced a little bit. I liked it. I liked some, but some of them felt kind of like, you're going to take this nostalgic, bitch. You're going to take this shit, nigga. You're going to take this yeah, nostalgic. Yeah, which a lot of artists do today, right? Like, you think, they feel like you're going to like this song because they sampled it. Like, you know that you like the original. So, yeah, I think you're going to love this. Yeah. Like, like Sweetie, for example. Like, some, yeah. people, some people feel like it's for, I ain't going to lie. Like, I'm not the biggest Sweetie fan, but the songs he dropped, they're, they're bops. I'll be like, okay. Like, like this is decent. Okay. Like, this, That's this, my this tape. Ain't. That's my tape. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like they're decent. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, she don't make bad music, but just Tori sometimes feels kind of forced to me. I'll go with Bryson over Tori. He, he's smoother. And I think that comes from me also liking, like, old-school R&B soul music. Not saying Bryson's yeah. an old-school artist, but he's closer to old-school than Tori is. Yeah. So, that's where I go with that. Did you listen to Future and Uzi's tape? I listened to it once. What'd you think? So I don't know if I can really give an opinion before when I heard I, I thought it was decent. I mean, it's not nothing different that you would expect from them. So it's mm. expected. But I, it's a couple songs right now I rock with. What about you? Mm. Um, I'm okay on it. Uh, I haven't listened to it yet. I, I'm going to listen to it. So you're not going to listen to it? I ha- <laughs> I'm going to give it a chance. I'm, I'm going to be fair. Do my due diligence as a personality. And... um. And I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm not gonna lie. Cause I, I, many, it's huh? sixteen songs. On, it's sixteen songs on it. Like okay, and then like I made this point. Like whenever a song, whenever an album has, I think I said more than nine songs, I get irritated. Really? More than nine songs? Yeah, I get irritated. Like yeah, I need to adjust to the times. Like I feel like we over, we over ten, ten and up. We're overturning up projects nowadays. You know, people who got short attention spans, you need to you need to make it a little bit shorter. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like Kanye, he, he sold me on a seven project, seven album project, seven song project. I mean, I'm sorry. But it's just like that's what I look forward to now. If I see if I see anything longer than like nine songs, I'm like, man, I gotta make time to listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like when you put all them songs on a, on an album, I feel like a lot of them gonna be like throwaways, like fillers. Mm. Just, just give me your best seven songs, give me your best nine songs, okay? Yeah, I I, I kind of feel where you're coming from. Personally, me, uh, I like. I'm not gonna mind uh, an album that's that's a little longer, fifteen tracks, like Benny the Butcher's album, which I love, Burden of Proof. Burden of Proof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you listen to Benny the Butcher or not. Um, no, I didn't listen to his new album. Benny the Butcher. Oh man, hopefully he gets better. He just got shot too. Pray for Benny the Butcher, man. Yeah, hope I know. Okay. In Texas, One. everybody getting shot in Texas. In Houston, yeah. Mo three, Boosie, <laughs> and now him. I don't know what's going <laughs> on, bro. But it's, I, I hope everybody's okay. Um, Benny right. the Butcher project was 12, 12 songs long. I don't mind that. Conway the Machines project was fourteen songs long. I didn't. Oh, sorry. Which project? Because Griselda puts out so many music. Um. This is uh, From a King to a God. That was 14 songs long. So I don't mind it. My cap would probably be like 15, 16. Mm. But. What? <laughs> Buster Rhyme. Uh, that shit was He had a, a decent amount. Oh, well, yeah. But that was good. I would give him that. I love that. Yo, you, you like it? Oh, my God. 26 songs. Yeah, it's long as fuck. I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Now, if, if it's my yeah, I, I I haven't finished it yet. The thing I listened to actually, which is our next bullet point, was Two Chains. That new Two Chains oh, album is decent. I didn't know. I didn't know that Two Chains got the album. It's decent. I was like, I saw that. I was like, what? Two Chains got the album? His last album was a uh, rapper go to the league, right? Yeah, and that that was pretty decent too. That was a good. Nah, I think my favorite song in that one is uh, Sam, Uncle Sam, taking chance. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite, uh, my off a rapper go to the league. I'll probably statue yeah. limitations. Tough. That's the I think that's when he was rapping about um, dropping uh, bricks off to all different rappers. Yeah, that that was hard. And then Mama hit Mama hit a lick. NCAA was hard too. Oh my God! Yes, Mama hit a lick. Mama, I heard that lick. And uh, I like that beat on Death to Society. That beat is so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super tough. Yeah, that's a good album. It it was pretty decent. It was definitely decent. But uh-huh. like when I learned about Two Chainz dropping the album on Facebook, somebody said this new Two Chainz album sucks. Yeah, okay, it don't suck. This one is trash. Oof, the cap. It don't suck, bro. Um, For real? I don't think it sucks. <laughs> I, I I don't think so. Lambo wrist is pretty solid. My favorite song on here is uh, "Feel Away." Two Chainz, Kanye, and Brent Fayez. Okay. It's tough. The only issue is that Kanye, when just two chains and Brent Fayez, the song is hard. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. super tough. But then Kanye comes on, can talk about new slaves and all this other <laughs> shit. And I'm just like, bro, you fucked up the whole vibe of the song, bro. But, but he said that he wasn't making uh, secular music anymore, right? He was. And this is his first like, secular song or non secular, whatever it's called. Something like that. I don't remember Kanye's exact lyrics, but he wasn't on there being holy. <laughs> I right. I don't, I don't. I don't see how you want a two song with two chains and you being non secular, but it's cool. It's whatever, man. Um, free lighter with Chief Keef. Hard. Oh, is that Chief Keef on it? Yes, Chief Keef is on the Two Chains album. Tough. Oh wow. Southside Hope is hard. Vampire is hard. Wait for you to die is hard too. So two chains. What's the name of the album? Uh, so help me God. I like that title and the oh. cover too. My internet being stupid for What's up? My internet's being weird. I'm trying to load the album. Oh, I got you. It's all good. All right, let's move on to miscellaneous section. Um, say, so I want to get done by like two. So let's, um, we'll call it like 205 because uh, I got other things to take care of. Business. You feel me? Business. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, miscellaneous. So, I guess one weak thing we could talk about is the fallout from the election. What do you think? Um, I don't want you to take your time. Get out, get out all your thoughts you can. What do you think America goes after this election? Oh, you got your hands together. You about to go off. I'm not about to go off. It's going to be real simple. It's just going to be like all right. where America, where they've been. Okay? I'm mm. tired of putting all this power into a presidential election. Y'all need to vote in these local elections. Y'all see what, what Roy Lightfoot just said? Bruh, bruh. Did you hear what she said? Yeah. She said, you vote for this, yeah. I'm not going to do she shit made, for you. With the Black Caucus, okay? Can you hear me? Yeah, my, I hear my, you. Uh, headphones, so I could just die. I hear um, you. Yeah, and then told to not, not okay her regressive-ass budget to not ask her for shit for the next three years. How do you do that? How are you a man? You telling somebody to not ask you for anything. What are you talking about? I don't give 
I don't give no freak about this presidential election you can, because ain't you, nothing you, gonna you, change. Okay? You can cuss here. It's not what's the word. You can cuss here. <laughs> you can cuss here. I don't give no fuck. Okay, <laughs> I, everything's gonna be the same. You need to fucking vote. Lori Lightfoot out of office. Yeah, that when I read that, like I wasn't too up on her. I know a lot of people just didn't really fuck with her like that. But then when I read that, I was like, damn, she don't give a fuck about nothing. Is she from Chicago? Exactly. No, she's not from here. Oh, we electing people from Ohio. Oh, we electing people for here that's not from here still? Yeah, I think that you have to live here for a certain time. I guess, but they're not from here, though. So it's just like, who gives a fuck? Exactly. I agree. That shit, man. Yeah, so to answer your question, we're going to be in the same... Well, I don't know if you saw that. that I mean, like, the hood if you vote, the hood if you don't vote. And, and then for me, that's like, if you vote for president, because we need to be more focused on these local elections. Fuck the president, because that ain't shit going to change for you, really. Unfortunately, as sad as that sounds, and I think that is bullshit that we uh, as we still we still got to go through this kind of stuff. I think it's fucked up that all this kind of happened because it's just like we the people just want fairness. We just want to be treated right. Yeah. We just want equal opportunity for everybody, and we just want to be okay and not feel like our government's gonna stab us in the fucking back. And right. to know that the people in power, the people doing the worst, is something that kind of. It's very disheartening. And the fact that we're kind of numb to that is kind of crazy. Like, when I read that about Lori Lightfoot, and I've heard her say so. I heard a recording of her saying some wild shit before to be cussing at people. When I guess cussing, the cussing at somebody's not bad. I'm not going to say that, but it's what she said. The fact that you said, if you don't vote for this, don't ask me for shit. Like, that's crazy as hell, bro. That's got to be some type of unprofessionalism, some type of, um, some type of violation. It's legal. You know, it sounds like you're trying to sway a certain vote a certain type of way. Like, like, like th- that was shitty. I, I didn't like that she said that, and and it really broke my heart to hear that's going on in Chicago right now, man. That's 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 fucked up. Yeah. And I feel like politically, while we kind of got Donald Trump out of office, and now we have someone in there who, even though he's not perfect, he's making strides to be better. And I think that he may make a better bet than Donald Trump. But I have a question for you. And I saw this on your Instagram story, and I wanted to ask you, um, I saw your story that, did you say that you voted for Kanye, or was I watching somebody else's story? Yeah, I thought I voted for Kanye. So you did vote for Kanye. <laughs> I may or may not have voted for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, uh, can I ask why? If, if you did vote for Kanye, can I ask why? Uh, I may have voted for Kanye because I feel like how can I put this? The people who have historically been in political power, i.e. Kamala Harris, i.e. Joe Biden. I'm not going to say Biden for a second. But <laughs> <laughs> they have continuously upheld corruption and continue to do so. And I don't feel, like I said, like, it probably was a protest vote because, like, at the end of the day, I knew that Kanye wasn't going to win. But at the same time, I don't care because the the conditions of my people are still going to be the same, no matter if it's Trump or Biden in office. And that's my sense on it. Mm. Do you feel like Kanye would have made a better change to them 
no, no, no. So it's not even like that. So like I said, like it might have been. It's like I feel like it could have been a protest vote if I did vote for him, right? It's mm-hmm. like like I like I said, like I knew that he was going to win, but it's just like fuck this whole system. Like I could have wrote myself in. It's just like how much I don't give a fuck about either one of them. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, well, I will say that I, I, I'm a huge proponent for the fair tax because I did vote in with oh, law. Hell which yeah. Is so crazy. <laughs> spread the wealth. Spread the wealth. Absolutely. But yeah. I, um, I hear what you're saying about Kanye. Um, respectfully, I will disagree with you. Respectfully, of course. Uh, I voted mm-hmm. for Biden. And I just feel like because we elected someone in without political... I got a few points. We we voted someone in with no political experience before and look how that happened. Not saying that Kanye would be Trump. I'm not saying that. But it didn't go yeah, too... Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't go too well. And then two, I feel like... Now, obviously, Biden wiped the floor with the votes, right? But... Yeah. Say Trump did win and Biden was our best bet to get any change that wasn't Trump. But we had so many votes go to Kanye... It would make me beg the question, like, yo, how many of these votes could have went to Joe Biden? Who's going to make a difference versus not, you know? I mean, that's valid, though. But as many, as much as media was pushing, get Trump out of office and everybody don't do the, the, the protest vote for, for Bernie Sanders or Kanye, you know, like, I, I just didn't see America doing that, you know? So that's, that's what I think about it. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, though. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Hey, it's and then, like you got the outcome that you wanted. So facts, facts. We all did. We I, <laughs> a lot of us just wanted Trump out of office, and I think that's primarily what we were going for. So, I yeah. But I, I just want to say that I, I really hope that one day that we could be as excited as people are to see somebody that looks like them in office. I want, I want people to be as excited for actual policy changes. Like so, we we should be far beyond these symbolic victories as somebody that 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 looks like you in office because at the same time, the person that looks like you can be your enemy. Mm. That's all I'm saying. I feel you. I feel you completely, Corley. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I have fun. Of course, of <laughs> course. Uh, give everybody your social medias. I am at Corley underscore J A Y on everything. So at C-O-R-L-I underscore J-A-Y. Yeah, you can Google me with that anyway and see all my articles and stuff. I'm work Googler! <laughs> Googler! Google me, baby. Yeah, Google me, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Pierce isn't with us today, guys, but Pierce, uh, Pierce underscore Michael one on Instagram. Uh, you got to check him out on Snapchat too as well, but he's primarily on Instagram at Pierce Michael. I is the school detention on all of platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Most importantly, uh, ISD and School Detention are your podcast platforms, guys. Please go run it up, stream us, give us rates, leave comments, all of that in between. And of course, guys, uh, check us out on YouTube as well at ISD and School Detention. My name is Devon. Find me at Devon Allen on Instagram or DStreets815 on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You guys have a blessed week.